Welcome to the Future of Retail podcast. I'm your shopaholic host, Ari Fahia, and with me today is the Managing Director of Level Shoes, Elisa Bruno. One late night, we couldn't sleep, so we went on a shopping spree. We asked our partners and our peers about the future of retail and what it could be. Ciao, Elisa. Oh, hello and welcome. Thank you for having us uh, at the personalization hub here before Dubai Mall officially opens to the public. It's a pleasure. It's a beautiful space. Oh, thank uh, you. And uh, I've, I've been here before, but uh, but never this early. So uh, yeah. I feel like I have the store for myself. A preview. <laughs> I feel like store. a VIP. Like, uh, <laughs> exactly. So uh, th- thanks so much for being with us on the podcast. Elisa, I think uh, you, you, out of um, most people, uh, understand TikTok very well. Not only on Level Shoes uh, level, we're big fans of the content that Level Shoes continues to produce on our platform. Uh, but you as Elisa... Uh, I see you very much on the platform as well. So before we introduce... And I love it. I have to say, it's one of my favorite, if not now, my favorite uh, platform. So thank thank you. you. So we're going to ask you to maybe pull up your TikTok account Uh and introduce yourself uh, based on your TikTok bio, which is uh, 80 characters in the Yes, it is. I'm going to read it to you. A curious and young at heart Italian boss lady with shoes hotter than pizza. Wow. Okay, I love it. And and we're not faking this. If you want to show it uh, to the camera, this is your actual TikTok account. And this is your TikTok bio. So, well done, Elisa. I think this is one of the coolest introductions I've heard uh, any of our C-level oh, guests uh, do. So, um, and the shoes hotter than pizza will show shortly in the TikTok we're going to make uh, together. So, Oh, you didn't tell me about this. No, we're going to make TikToks oh, okay. for sure. <laughs> so, speaking of TikToks, uh, let's start off maybe with the TikTok challenge, yep. which is a duet. I'm ready. Cool. So I'm going to ask you a series of 10 questions, Mm -hmm. but we have a ticking clock and we have one minute. Okay. And we're going to do our best to stick within the timelines. Uh, Try not to blink as well. All right. That's going to be more difficult. You you know, I'm Italian in the end, so. Yeah, I know. So give me a thumbs up when you're ready. I am. Okay. Elisa, what pair of shoes did you wear on your first day at Level Shoes? Stilettos, of course. What's your favorite pair of shoes ever? Black leather patent pumps. What's your biggest pet peeve at home? Ah, uh, socks with sandals. What's your biggest pet peeve at the office? Oh, when my colleagues leave notification sounds off on. Can I convince you to make a TikTok together by the end of this of episode? Of course, with pleasure. Work from home or work from office? Work from the beach, if I could. <laughs> this three buzzword that gets on your nerves. Ah, oh, so many. Ah, oh, I don't know. Clock is ticking. Omnichannel. <laughs> Industry buzzword you're guilty of using. Omnichannel. How do you feel about pineapple on pizza? Are you seriously asking me this? <laughs> Offended. No. Entertainment <laughs> platform you spend the most time on? TikTok. Thank you. How did we do? <laughs> We're on time. Elisa, Yay. congrats. I know it's not your first TikTok, but you passed the challenge with us. Thank you. Um, so we're going to uh, discuss today a point of view mm-hmm. that I believe is uh, close to your heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, evidently, in the setup uh, we're in, it's going to be all about personalization. Uh, we, uh, When we launched this podcast, we wanted to explore different angles about what the future of retail mm-hmm. may be. And so far, we've learned about how the future of retail may be in sustainability, how the future of physical spaces can be into transforming them into cultural experiences and third places. Mm. What's the future of digital? And today with you, we wanted to explore the theme of the future of footwear around personalization. 
that's great. And I think it's a topic that, you know, covers a lot of different topics. Uh, it's like an umbrella under, you know, which we have a lot of opportunities to become more inspiring for our clients or to offer a service that fulfills their needs. So I'm actually glad to, to go uh, through the topic with so, you. Elisa, why, uh, I mean, I know you've been in the region for over a decade now. You've had a chance mm -hmm. to work on multiple uh, multinational brands within the luxury space. What excites you the most about Level Shoes specifically? I have to admit, it's by far the most exciting brand I've been working for. And we evolved, actually, the concept of the store into a, into a brand uh, in a, only a few years. And we literally just celebrated our 10th anniversary. So uh, it's a pretty young brand uh, versus, you know, others I worked for. Um, and I think the excitement comes from the fact that we do work with local talents, either local designers or regional designers. Um, the team is, you know, uh, mainly of them, many of them are coming from the region. And at the same time, we really appeal to global consumers. And this is fantastic. It's, it gives me a lot of pride. And, uh, and certainly it's something that is paying back in terms of customer engagement and feedbacks that we get from, from the brands. And the ambition is uh, going beyond the region as well? Absolutely. Uh, there is a strong appetite for footwear in uh, other markets overseas. Um, the US, for example, is the biggest footwear market of the world. They are projecting incredible growth year on year, on year in footwear. So definitely something that we, we're looking very closely at. That's amazing. That's amazing. And you've, you have recently also expanded beyond uh, Dubai and the United Arab Emirates, Yes, correct? we have a store, a physical presence in Saudi Arabia, but as you know, we are a totally hybrid uh, retail model. So we are everywhere uh, with our online uh, platform. We obviously uh, everywhere with our social media and social commerce. And we have an app that is uh, very user-friendly. So we believe we are beyond the regional uh, boundaries already. But of course, a physical presence is also very important for clients um, that enjoy uh, their styling uh, with, you know, real people and not just videos. Yeah. And uh, and so we believe that there is still a need of being physically somewhere where our clients ask us to be. Absolutely. So Elisa, if we start with the concept of mm -hmm. personalization, um, obviously it's, it's a wide concept, yeah. uh, but let's start maybe with the literal definition. So obviously... Yeah. Personalization can start with the monogramming and luxury of the Louis Vuitton, uh, but then it expands to, to many different uh, disciplines like uh, customization, uh, the uh, curation, uh, clienteling, all of these different concepts that, that are yeah. embedded under the, the bigger theme. But if we start with the literal definition, because we are sitting in this mm. special corner of Level Shoes, what exactly is provided here at the Personalization Hub? Um, many services, and I have to say, you, 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 you really made a very important point. Personalization is about making something unique for you, so for a client. And we literally start with monogramming, uh, Louis Vuitton, Burberry, the famous scarves, you know, with embroidery monogrammed. It's evolved very quickly, very fast, because it's actually mirroring what clients are asking us to do. So in this room, we do personalize from the color of laces to literally painting on shoes, any sort of thing. And when I say any sort of thing, I mean, I, we re really give the opportunity to our clients to bring back. What, what's the craziest ah. thing you've had to do on a show? <laughs> <laughs> well, very recently I had an important client of ours who wanted to be assisted personally by me and we were making things possible 
in order to uh, fulfill any needs, any requirement, any request of uniqueness. Okay. And that's something that is very true about personalization and it's an underpinning factor that's, that is there since the monogramming till today when, you know, we obviously um, look at personalization also from a digital perspective and and and, and it's more about customizing experiences rather, rather than just products. So if we move from that, so we start with the personalization hub, the gentleman wanted to put somebody uh, mm-hmm. somebody's photo on, on, on the shoes or name mm-hmm. or, or, or their initials. It starts there. But then walk me through what happens in the store because I know you have a clienteling mm-hmm. app. Uh, yes. So which is also driving a personalization experience. Uh, absolutely. It, it's, it's all about personalizing a journey that is meaningful for our clients and technologies help a lot. And okay. you, as you know, you know, the first touch points in our customer journey are, are online. I mean, it's either our social commerce, uh, different platforms, uh, Google search, etc. Yeah. So how do we bring those informations into a physical journey? That's, that's the challenge that I think every retailer has. And if, I, if you consent. Of course I consent. <laughs> um, we have an app. The yeah, clienteling app. Yeah, the client. So basically we have this app on every phone, I mean, obviously corporate phones for our team. And we can click and look up your name. Whose name are you looking up? If Oh, with your consent, I would look you up. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't mind. <laughs> and basically it will show you your last purchases. And I can see here there is a very recent purchase. So, yes, that's how we basically read clients' uh, interests and we see the pictures of what they shopped before. So we can style them better, we can uh, anticipate the needs, we can literally send them, you know, catalogs, pictures, uh, instant uh, um, uh, screenshots from new arrivals. And so, you use this clienteling app in the store as we well, We use right? it in the so. store, but it's also a tool that, you know, our uh, sales uh, um, advisors can 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 take home and can you know can be connected with their clients 24 hours a day. I mean, not that we <laughs> we encouraging that, but as we said before, personalizing a journey it, it's a meaningful and intentional experience that we offer, and therefore a digital tool like a clienteling app and certainly dedication from the team put together um, is, is the new level of personalization. And I think, again, products is the starting point, yes. but we also need to add some more art in our commerce yes. and uh, the fact that we can assist them in a safe way because obviously we own the data and there is no way of exporting it. Uh, it's super important for our clients. I love your mention of art because it, mm. it really requires art to be able to communicate with other people and to sell and to build these partnerships yeah. and relationships but at the heart of the art is data because it's yep. all data-driven usage of, uh, of art. So, uh, so if you if you can tell us a, a bit more about, uh, we're still sticking to the mm, client telling app because I'm fascinated by the topic. So, let's say uh, somebody walks into the store and you know who they are. You know that okay, they've recently purchased I don't know an, a pair of off-white. Yeah. How do you use that data? Like, do you make recommendations based on that history? Absolutely. Or? So the app triggers you some recommendations as well. And okay. of course, um, having a tool that travels with you around a 96,000 square feet store rather than, you know, abandoning your client to go and check out 
uh, and look up in the cha- in the cashier area, etc., um, facilitate the journey. And so you can initiate a conversation based on information and data that you you have access to, but you can also build recommendations, styling, etc., from information that obviously we 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 pop up on the on the app, and 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 you have access to historical data that will give you an idea of what that person has enjoyed so far and would give you an idea of on the fact that if they have kids or not and we have also information that we store in like a bio on yeah, TikTok yeah. so it's certainly um, a next level uh, personalization to ensure that that client has the best um, service for him or for her and not just any service around the store. So it's something that we're very proud of and uh, so far it's, uh, it's, it's paying back. It's, we're receiving great feedbacks and they stay in touch. They stay in touch, you know, when they ho- get home or they send you a picture of the wedding and, you know, it, it's a conversation that goes on and on and reconnects that journey even after sale. And, and Super intimate. So, yeah. So, Elisa, we're, we're sticking still to offline. Mm-hmm. I, I know uh, online is, is very big for Level Shoes yeah. and we're going to talk about the app. Uh, but the offline experience uh, in all of our conversations mm-hmm. about the future of retail doesn't seem to be vanishing uh, anytime soon. Uh, but it seems to be evolving. Uh, it's a Brick and mortar is not only now about you go into a store and you buy, but you are creating yeah. experiences. Yeah. So beyond the personalization hub, if we look around what the camera isn't showing today, there are a lot of interesting corners and pop-ups within Level Shoes. Can you walk us a bit through what are you know the the, the proudest moments you have within the store itself? Absolutely, and uh, as you rightly said, um, this is just the beginning of a journey. But uh, we do mirror any customer need, any behavior, different uh, in different touch points around the store and. Some people just come because they want to repair a pair of shoes, or they want to restore, or they want to, you know, bring their bag back to life. That's at the way. cobbler, exactly. So we have a we have a, the cobbler, and we have a, a team members that are able to assist with any requests of repairs um, that you you might have in in, in, in mind. Uh, we have an area where you can sit down and just sip a coffee and work on your laptop, and we have several sitting areas that we literally utilize even us as as team members to to work from from the store very casually. Um, We, of course, have pop-up uh, stores uh, that come, you know, uh, at any moment in time during the season because we do welcome a lot of collaborations and a lot of uh, brand partnerships. Uh, I, I saw also a vending machine with sneakers in it. Yes, and, and a claw machine as well. So machine. we can play with that later if you're lucky to, to be able to grab the right shoes. So it's it's the experience in store is about ensuring that clients come and can stay with us, not just shop with us right. and that's a key dif- a point of difference that we, we we actually working on every day and we believe it's the future of retail at least the physical retail yeah. and um, we enjoy delivering as well because you know our salespeople they're on their feet for more than eight hours every day and this is you know also a job that they need to enjoy and then the time that they spend with our clients it's time that they spend with our friends basically 
it shows on everyone who works here that they really oh. love what they're doing, uh, starting with with yourself and then everyone as well in, in the store. Uh, can you tell us a bit about the concierge service that you have here? Yeah, it's, it's something we recently introduced to, to, to answer uh, to many requests that we get um, level shoes on a daily basis. Don't forget, we have an average of 12,000 visitors a day. Yeah. Uh, with, and many of them are traveling clients or just visitors of the city. And therefore, we retailers have the responsibility to ensure that we can answer to anything they need. Okay. It's either a pair of shoes, and I'll be glad, obviously, <laughs> to, to, to answer with the right pair of shoes, but also bookings, uh, restaurant recommendations that sometimes come with shopping bags and they don't want to hold them throughout the journey. And therefore, we decided to build a concierge desk that is very visible, so you, you don't miss, you can't miss it, and, and offer proactively um, assistance. And that's changed a lot, the way people feel about level shoes. We, we have people just coming in to say hi and ask for a, a restaurant booking. So that's something that we do for the community. Um, and that spirit of community is something that, as I said, we believe it's uh, part of the experience at Level Shoes and, and should probably be part of the experience at, uh, in every physical retail space um, because it will create long-term relationship more than just the transactional uh, moment. We we love that. Like mm-hmm. uh, it's so in line with uh, what, where we see retail heading and transforming from a transaction into an interactive experience. And when you talk about personalization, I wanted to start with monograms because this is the first thing that usually comes yes. to mind. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with monograms or with having, uh, like, I don't know, I have a photo of my dog <laughs> on my sneakers. That's one level of yeah. customization. But what you talked about is much more wide and vast in terms of what personalization means. So the people who use your concierge service yeah. uh, the, to get res- restaurant reservations, that's just because it's not that you're getting into the restaurant reservation business, but it's because you're making your relationship with your clients and with your customers so much more personal. Uh, and then providing like all of these immersive experiences within the store itself, uh, the client telling app. And so. We are clients as well. And how many times you really want to feel unique yeah. and if that doesn't happen it's you feel unique with products that you own and it's an exclusive or it's something uh, very highly personalized but you also feel unique about the way they yeah. welcome you the way they conduct the, the conversation they initiate even the conversation or even the way you deliver to my house because <laughs> I want to use this as a segue to, to move a bit to the online experience of Level Shoes uh, so I recently placed an order on Level Shoes and honestly, like my mind was blown. It was delivered within 90 minutes. I saw the promise. At the beginning, I was hesitant because I was like, luxury shoes as quick commerce is, is a new concept. Like my groceries sometimes take more time to deliver, yeah. but that's a conversation <laughs> for another episode. But, uh, but my shoes were delivered within an hour and a half to my home. Uh, and it, like the person delivering it as well was like super on brand uh, in terms of uh, the way it was delivered and all of that. Uh, I tried ordering uh, a luxury brand on with another department store uh, online w- without naming names. Uh, and that last mile basically was outsourced to a third party. So even though I love the online shopping experience on another platform, they lost me basically with the last mile where, where I started getting calls from a third party, negotiating the delivery timing, telling me I'm going to deliver the next day if that's okay. So level shoes, I feel it was as if I was in the store. It was a level shoes experience from, from A to Z. And is this something intentional or? 
Uh, well, first of all, thank you for the feedback and I'll pass it on to the team. I have an amazing team and uh, the last mile has been something that we have developed or further developed in the last year and a half. We have our own fleet. We have our own employees delivering to your doorstep. We have our own cards. <laughs> we take care of every, from A to Z, as you rightly say, uh, of any aspect of the shopping experience. But as I said before, it's a relationship building experience yeah. that cannot stop beyond the doors of Level Shoes. And I think what, what the feedback you just shared with me says a lot about the culture that we want to build around physical retail through experiences that go beyond. So after sale is super important, last mile is super important. And ultimately, we want that cycle to come back to us either with a feedback or with a, you know, another shopping uh, experience. So... It's, uh, I think it's beyond personalizing uh, every touch point of the customer journey. It, here is more about building relationships at any stage of the right. experience. Right. And I feel connected to the brand in that sense because even like uh, mm. you're celebrating your 10th uh, year anniversary, <laughs> so happy birthday, Level Thank Shoes. Thank you. But uh, you deliver in these like uh, super cool uh, boxes that are Packaging, behind us. Limited edition. Limited edition that are I've, consistent with the rest yeah. of your campaign. And you say, I don't wish to be in anyone else's shoes when when you're don't wish to be in anyone else's shoes when your yours look this good. Uh, yeah, so. that's our tone of voice, and uh, well, you know it because our TikTok speaks uh, speaks exactly in the same way, and and our team uh, talk to clients uh, with this communication style, which is um, uh, never over familiar because obviously we right. we, we do understand boundaries uh, yeah. and different roles and responsibilities, but we we always a little be witty and we always, you know, make sure that Cheeky. we are authentic, <laughs> everything we do. And so even the message we deliver on boxes has to be in line with that. And I've seen uh, your tone of voice on TikTok. Like your TikTok is something else. Your team recently won an award oh, yes. uh, as well. Thank uh, you for that. <laughs> They've done an amazing job and they built this in less than two years. And Tell, yeah. tell us about the importance of, uh, of TikTok when it comes to level shoes and the power of the content. I have to say there. thank you, thank you. I didn't. I don't know what we would be doing without TikTok, uh, and, and I'm not saying this just to please you and because we're here. But um, you you know better because yeah. we started with our students, and uh, so the UAE gave us the opportunity to to employ students for the weekend. And uh, you know, this is uh, something that obviously in other parts of the world is very. Um, it's an experience that, that kids do uh, regularly. So we had a queue of kids, I mean students, from 16 to 18 years old um, applying to be part of the level show, <laughs> level shoes uh, show, <laughs> level shoes, uh, the weekend uh, shifts. And uh, well, some of them were active, very active on TikTok. And I was noticing that they were using TikTok even during the shift. So I was like, okay, we're not, never going to stop these kids from <laughs> doing TikTok videos. So why don't we just partner with them and create content for level shoes? And trust me, in the beginning, uh, uh, this was keeping me awake at night because they own the passwords, they do the content, the, the videos, and you energy. have to let go of control, exactly. right? And yeah. and for a retailer, old school, a little bit luxury, you know, exactly. <laughs> you know, you, you you sometimes think, okay, is this the right thing to do? And and I think that was the best decision to to make. And I'm, I have to say thank you also to the leadership of the group for allowing that because what we created all together uh, is a community that is supporting level shoes 
whatever we do. And that has nothing to do with the amazing products that we sell. It's more about the fact that they feel part of a team um, and we call them friends more than clients, you know, and therefore um, I have to say we don't know what we would be now without TikTok and without that constant buzz around the store and the fact that um, our employees enjoy that very much. You've embraced it in a very authentic way. Mm. Like some of your best TikToks on Level Shoes are <laughs> either filmed here in the store uh, with store uh, staff or, or, uh, or even creators who you of bring course. to the store uh, that, uh, that I've seen recently. But you also have TikToks at your office that display your culture as an organization and as, yeah. uh, as a team. Um, so, so it's one of the most interesting accounts to follow. Uh, and back to personalization, it's, um, we see like digital campfires happening uh, on your TikTok. So when you go to the comments section, the interaction <laughs> there with your customers or with your potential customers it's Absolutely. super personal, it's super authentic, never too much uh, crossing the boundary or being over the top, but always having that cheeky kind of uh, tone you, of Thank you, thank you. And as I say, the team just do that um, spontaneously. And, and I, I, it's something that we will never stop. Or we will not never ask them to stop doing. And certainly, uh, it's an interaction with clients that we didn't have in the past. And that communication style is proving how engaged is the community around us. We don't even know where they live, but they are part of, 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 of the experience. We feel that they're part of the team and, you know, this is something that uh, we're very proud of. And the, as I say, the thank you for existing, guys. <laughs> so thank you, Elisa. Uh, when we talk about uh, discovery, because when, when, mm -hmm. when you're shopping for luxury shoes or for f footwear in general, you don't always know exactly what you want, right? You want to be inspired. Mm -hmm. uh, so TikTok is very much about inspiring creativity and bringing joy. And I know that at Level Shoes, you put a lot of focus on inspiring creativity. And part of how you do it is you do big collaborations. Uh, yeah. Tell us a bit about the importance of these collaborations. And I know you were recently in a London trip where you felt uh, a regional pride moment. Yes, Can you tell us course. about that? Many collaborations. So we do collaborate with brands uh, on exclusives and I'm, 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 I'm going to touch on this one. And uh, we do collaborate with local and regional artists that um, create um, windows or displays for us. So we do different things. Um, brands, obviously, are very happy to to interact and to to discuss collections with us. We are an authority in footwear, so yeah. obviously uh, we our buying team uh, is, is, uh, travels the world to 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 understand, anticipate trends, and 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 give those feedbacks to our brands. And uh, we celebrated, as I said, recently our tenth anniversary, and. What is the best way to celebrate it with your brands is to, to ask them for exclusives. And I was blown away to receive more than 50 exclusives. And this is massive because we're talking about brands of, you know, from the luxury uh, industry, big fashion powerhouses that, you know, really care about you if they give you an exclusive. So I was in London and I was looking at one of the Valentino shops and um, I've realized that we have more shoes and you know our collection is more curated here than you know and in, in, in the fashion Europe, capital yeah. so it made me so proud and I, I say well done team well done to the brand well done 
to the, the, the communication around, you know, sharing customer needs and, and uh, giving the opportunity to the brand to, to create, a, you know, a specific collection for them. So yeah. absolutely. And Dubai actually is becoming a fashion capital. So Dubai is already, is already a, a fashion, fashion capital. capital. Uh, and I'm, I'm saying this again with pride. I think we retailers and, and fashion leaders, we all contributed to that. Uh, I moved back to the Middle East after, you know, a few years because I truly saw the energy coming from the fashion industry here. Here and it's about creators, it's about designers, it's about artists. And we recently uh, partnered with Dubai Culture uh, to co-create uh, our new pa packaging uh, for e-commerce. So the, 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 there is an energy in the region that is giving us uh, the opportunity to 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 stand out and, uh, and to be cool. one of the other fashion capitals That's super cool. of the we, world. We, I think the, the region will continue to become much richer when it comes to retail as partners like you uh, transform this industry from commercial transactions into interactive experiences. Uh, and to end this POV uh, on, a, on a, an interesting note, I know you can't maybe share the name of the brand, uh, but I hear you have something in the works with NFTs coming yes, up. Yes, absolutely. I mean, Lever Shoes has on, always been an innovator, right? Since uh, the beginning of the concept. So innovation comes also with new uh, uh, initiatives and Web3 and NFTs is something that we're looking at, at very closely. So we're launching our first NFT with an important luxury brand and the, the, the physical shoes will arrive in store. But with that purchase, we're going to gift our clients the NFT. And that will be the first 100 clients. So there will be, be already a community. They will become a community owning this NFT um, because we didn't feel like selling it and we didn't feel that that was in line with what level uh, stands for. Uh, but watch this space. Uh, <laughs> we will, we will. If, if this isn't community commerce, I don't know what is. So uh, so thank you, Elisa, on your POV on the future of footwear. No, thank you. Um, do you still have energy? Because uh, we, we're going to play like another game now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So let's uh, let's do hard share comment. Uh, as a, yes. an active TikTok user, uh, I know that you know already, but when you open a TikTok, mm -hmm. you can either heart it if okay. you really like it, you can share it with someone else, or you can comment on it. So I'm going to read out to you uh, some stats okay. that are relevant to your industry. Let me know if you heart them, who you want to share them with, if you want to share them, or what's your comment in case you have one. All right. You ready? Ready. All right. So, in the United Arab Emirates, the total revenue generated from the footwear industry is expected to rise from $1.2 billion in 2020 to $1.7 billion in 2025. Heart. But heart. big. <laughs> big heart. Successful personalization results in positive experiences, leading to 20% higher customer satisfaction rates and a 10 to 15% boost in sales conversion rates. I think I will share this one with my marketing team and they probably, they're aware of it, but it's super important that we keep on doing what we're doing and we keep personalization on top of our mind in everything we do. Okay. On average, in different retail sectors, 36% of consumers would consider buying customized products or services and one in five of these consumers would be willing to pay 20% more for a personalized product. I might comment on this because it's it's true that um, there is an increasingly high demand of personalization and 
the price point is, is, is not even something that they comment on. So, not a barrier. No, not a barrier. And, 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 you know, that says a lot about how we intentionally want to have something that makes us feel unique, you know. Yeah. And we can inspire other people through that because, you know, when you have something that is only yours, you talk about it, you proudly show it on social media. And so absolutely, it's, it's a trend that I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see and I'm, I, I think it will be more and more important in the, in the, in the luxury industry in the future. Yeah. 53% of shoppers in the Middle East, North Africa and Turkey region say keeping up with trends is one of the key shopping triggers that results in them spending more. This is a heart. <laughs> in the fashion world, inspiring content encourages 93% of digital platform users to shop. I'm, I'll comment on this because I, I was impressed by the importance of content in this region and obviously we do support our performance marketing with um, specific content and, and this is something that has been converting clients online and the spillover of it, of it all offline, we, we, we don't even know how much it is. It's really um, something that is very unique for the region and I think oh, at least over-indexed in the region and uh, we're very proud of being part of this. Great. 76% of social or video platform users in the United Arab Emirates say that TikTok creators lend believability to fashion brands that they are unfamiliar with. It's a heart and a share <laughs> because it, it's, uh, it's so cool. And it's, I'll share it with my uh, st uh, store uh, sales advisors team because it's true that the styling tips and anything that you can um, share with your clients through TikTok. Are, is, are your sales advisors on TikTok as well? Are they? They all are, and yeah. some of them are even you know top creators. stylists and <laughs> yeah. creators. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So brands that lead in terms of customer centricity grow nearly three times faster than the industry average. I want to comment on this because I truly believe a customer is at the center of everything, and I'm not just saying it because it's a cool thing to say. But uh, we are. We leaders have the responsibility to to listen to our clients, and if you don't, I think you'll be left out of the of the business at some point. And we do have to think in our customers' shoes. <laughs> and I know it's funny I say that from here, but it's true. It's true. And and you know, uh, we have a lot of examples of one-to-one um, -one relationships with clients. I had to respond to some customers' emails myself, and I. The answer I got was in, in, incredibly uh, surprised and, and happy. And as we always say, it's, uh, it's, there is nothing better than having happy clients, you know. Absolutely. 65% of TikTok users associate the platform with a place to discover new products and brands. Heart. 82% <laughs> of TikTok users watch content related to fashion tips that inspires them to shop share with all my team again because they are big fan of TikTok and they need to do more of it. TikTok is twice more likely to serve as a source of inspiration this Black Friday versus other platforms. Heart. Heart. Thank you, Elisa. This was Heart Thank Share you. Comment. Uh, if you, uh, we're still good? Yes. You still want to play some games? Of so, course. <laughs> so uh, we're going to uh, have a sound on mm -hmm. section now because TikTok is very much a sound on platform. All right. The sounds we're going to be listening to are quotes from yourself. Maybe one oh, from Level oh. Shoes, your brand as well. <laughs> All right. Uh, but we're not going to hear them in your voice. We're going to hear them in the voice of text-to-speech, uh, which I believe you're familiar with on, yes. on our platform. Let me pull up this iPad. And let's start. 
okay, not sure if I'm ready to hear my voice that way. <laughs> a pair of shoes gets you places. A pair of shoes gets you places. Yes, very true. And uh, it's, it's something that, um, you know, I always remind uh, my younger team members, you know, if you were in the right shoes, your confidence and your um, ability to, to, to walk in a room uh, with more, you know, with, with less afraid of what's going to happen, I think uh, will bring you places. I mean, will take you somewhere you don't even know. You talked, uh, you talked about that for your first job, I believe, yeah. when you were 21. Yeah. Uh, what, what's and it's true, I, wore sh- I, I was wearing stilettos, not, not because they were the most comfortable shoes to wear on your first uh, interview and even your first working day, but because the confidence that it gave me was, was, something, was exactly what I needed and, you know, to succeed and to, to prove that you can do that job, that you, can, uh, you deserve, you know, the trust. Um, shoes help and, and, and certainly there is a strong emotional connection um, between people and shoes I mean we've, we've learned that especially at Level Shoes and if you know a pair of shoes can help you to achieve something or to feel better about yourself uh, why not wearing them absolutely so let's move to the second soundbite mm-hmm. we will never be this young again so I don't think Elisa said this. I think Level Shoes said yes. this. Yes, part of our anniversary campaign. Um, as we turn 10, obviously, we know we will never be so, this young again. But, I, I, you know, we wanted to play with, um, again, our tone of voice and uh, spirit of Level Shoes. And we wanted to deliver to the whole city and to our communities and clients around the world uh, some uh, uplifting notes. Uh, we felt that celebrating 10 years was a good opportunity to say, thank you to our team members for being with us for so many years thank you to our clients and friends of the brand and shoe lovers um, and thank you to our brands that you know are supporting us with uh, exclusive launches pop-ups and amazing collections and so we, we wanted to look um, at the next 10 years in a, in a, in a way that is uh, really level shoe style and we say okay we'll never be so young, this young again um, but uh, we're certainly happy to, to move on and to, to embark a new journey and the next 10 years will be as exciting it's awesome Elisa uh, we have room for one more soundbite okay. this one is from you give us the context around when, when, you, sh- when you shared this okay. TikTok allows us to embrace authenticity TikTok allows us to embrace authenticity I remember exactly the moment when I thought about this and it was um, January 2021 um, it was really the first uh, time I realized we could finally be authentic um, as as uh, industry leaders. Of course, you always be careful or cautious. You you are afraid, or we were afraid of um, what well, the consequences could be of having uh, an interaction with your clients that goes uh, that is disruptive and goes beyond those guidelines that you've been given by brands, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But first of all, we enjoyed doing it, and we realized that being authentic was touching the heart of our clients. Um, and was certainly something the brands supported and and we never had a complaint which you know when you uh, manage more than 270 brands all of them important to you and important to our clients you have a sense of responsibility also in the way you communicate about those brands so being disruptive and being authentic was a little bit uh out of our comfort zone in the beginning, but we felt that, you know, once we embrace it, 
you know, we can't, we, we can't go back and we don't want to go back. So. Can you say that authenticity is da paura? <laughs> da paura. Did, did I mess up the Italian? <laughs> yes. And your accent is great, by the way. <laughs> so one more game? Yes. Okay. Roulette of the future. Uh, <laughs> when, okay. we start, when we started this game, Elisa, it was all about understanding that the future is made of horizons. Okay. That the future could be 2040. It could be 10 years from now five years from now, but it could also be next month, it could be next year. There are so many different horizons of the future of uh, and we wanted to really get into these nuances mm -hmm. of where the future of retail is uh, going. I think we touched a lot today on personalization as one big theme of where the future of retail and footwear specifically is going, uh, but we wanted to roll the roulette with you uh, without knowing in advance where it's going to land and All have right. you imagine spontaneously and authentically the future of three topics. Thank you for the trust because okay. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait to answer. Let's see. So all you have to do is click in the center of the roulette and we're going to roll it for level shoes. All right. Where is level shoes next year? Oh, well, next year, it's already today. I mean, it's, uh, we, we do plan a lot ahead of time, as you can imagine. I think we will be a bit more global um, and we, we have already, as I said, received a lot of feedbacks from clients from all over the world. We will be able to deliver anywhere uh, and we will probably start working on new delivery ways in the region. You know, I'm, I'm dreaming about drone deliveries, for example. I really want to see that happening uh, first time in the region. Hopefully we'll have shoes, but, you know, we're certainly going to be closer to our clients and shoe lovers around the world. And if that requires uh, utilizing more platforms than we do at the moment, if that requires uh, flying people all over the world, we would certainly do it because we, we really see Level Shoes taking over a much bigger uh, region than, uh, than, than the homegrown region. So, so we'll keep an eye on Level Shoes in other markets and we'll keep an eye on the sky for some Level yes. Shoes drones <laughs> in the future. Hopefully. Uh, so let's roll the roulette one more time for Black Friday. As all a right. Theme. Black Friday next month. Oh, well. So this Black Friday. Yes, well, it's it's going to be there. It's going to happen. And uh, I think there is a lot of anticipation every year, you know, about the opportunity of, of being part of this vibrant moment of, of our uh, shopping What do you call experience. it at Level Shoes? I know different uh, retail brands have different names for the occasion. <laughs> we call it, uh, well, I mean, it's either Cyber Month because obviously activities uh, in the background to be ready for our Peak trade it's not time. one day. Yeah, yeah. No, not, a, uh, not, not at all. Uh, we hire more people, we clean our carts, we create um, support teams behind the scenes. We really get ready and that's something that we do as a team and we also, you know, base our learnings on, on data uh, and uh, last year transactions, etc., etc. So I think we are ready, but, you know, you're never ready for such a massive uh, shopping uh, excitement. So let's see. I'll keep you posted. Don't okay. have it, guys. So one last troll, this time for the luxury retail industry in the MENA region. Voila. In 20 years from now. Woo, well, 
Guys, I think we are one of the most advanced retail regions in the world. I, I, I worked in London, in Paris, in Milan, of course. Um, what's happening in the Middle East, uh, it's certainly ahead of many other cities, uh, many other regions. Our clients are very knowledgeable. They are super uh, digitally savvy. They enjoy the shopping experience and we have amazing shopping malls. So I think we can only get better in the next 20 years and we can certainly be more accessible and more um, entertaining. Uh, but honestly, I think the um, interaction with uh, the digital and physical, um, between digital and physical world in this region is already quite future focused and we, we will probably anticipate any other region in the world in, in new trends. I know it's not easy to no. imagine all of these different horizons, but you did amazing. We, we are quite best in class. Yes, uh, you are. Already. You are. So, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> when you feel you're quite <laughs> out there already. Uh, and this was a best in class performance of Relet of the Future. So, well done. Thank you. Thank you, Elisa. Okay, Elisa, we're going to end our podcast with a section called Reply to Comment. It's a question from our TikTok community to you. Right. Uh, and the question is, if you were to walk in somebody else's shoes for a day, who would it be and why? Wow, this is a very good question. Um, I would probably love to be in the shoes of any woman leader in the region. Um, I think what we are experiencing in the last years is absolutely incredible. I've met so many wonderful leaders uh, in uh, in the region, in Dubai and, and, and across the Middle East. And they've been very inspiring to me. Um, many of them have been um, connecting with me on a personal level. And even though, you know, we we do belong to different cultures. Dubai is really the hub of diversity and new leadership styles. And, uh, you know, somebody like me uh, feels welcome. And if somebody like me, well, I'm not the usual, maybe uh, typical, you know, um, leader. Um, if I feel at home here, that means that people feel me, uh, make me feel welcome. And every leader, especially women I've met in the last few years, um, have been uh, important important in my life. So yeah, those are the shoes I would love to wear. And talking about female leadership yeah. in the region, I believe you play a role as well uh, when it comes to staffing and when it comes to the composition of your team. Yeah. How important is that to you and what have you done at Level Shoes? Well, you know, I grew up in an environment where as long as you can do the job, you know, I don't really ask how old are you or, you know, um, gender is not important. It's really about how much you enjoy contributing to a vision uh, and, and a project. And uh, and with that in mind, um, when we had to grow the team, because obviously uh, we we, uh, we had to almost double the number of uh, team members that we had only in 2019 because of the tremendous growth um, that we bring in with Level, um, we really wanted to make sure that we could represent any female, any male, any um, talent uh, from the region and the rest of the world. So we currently have 79 distinct nationalities by passport only in level wow. shoes. <laughs> and you know, many of us have just got double, uh, uh, you know, nationalities, but that says a lot about how the culture of the Middle East is really welcoming um, talents from the region, outside the region, and making sure that there is uh, a platform for everybody to, to be able to flourish, to, to dream, to dream big. And certainly this is something that we want to do at Level Shoes. So you feel at home? 
Absolutely. This is the place I call home. For I sure. also, honestly, I feel at home here today. I've oh. really enjoyed this conversation. Come anytime. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, if it's okay with you, because honestly, I'm really enjoying this, maybe we can go on for another 30 minutes. Of course, of or course. Or so, because so, I have a lot of questions still for you. And I would love, uh, I don't know what's happening. Right. This always tends to happen towards the end, no. but maybe we can try to go on. <laughs> so, uh, so, Elisa oh, no. Bruno, Managing Director of Level's Shoes. <laughs> Thank no. you so much for having us today here at Thank Level Shoes you. Personalization Hub. As for me, I will catch you in another version of the future Thank in you. the future. It's been a real pleasure. Come back anytime, Adam. Thank you, Elisa. Oh. Thanks.